thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to Speak Up and Engage, bringing next generation health, wellness, inspiration and empowerment to the youth of today. A spectacular collaboration between the Sunshine Coast Council and spirithive.org. Hi, I'm Nicola Dickman. Hi, I'm Erica Clare. And I'm Toby Bogart. So, hello, hello, welcome back, family. This week, uh, we are following last week's episode that was on stress and stress management. And so this week, we are talking about the use of drugs and alcohol. Now, I think this is a pretty perfect follow-up from last week because a huge factor relating to the use of substances like uh, drugs and alcohol is stress, right? Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. So many people aren't able to deal with what's going on in their lives, so they turn to something to numb that pain. Yeah. Quite often this will be alcohol, and in some cases cases it will be drugs. Yeah. So first of all, uh, we're going to hear a little poem by Toby. He wrote it for a school project about the uh, abuse of drugs and alcohol. So take it away, Tobes. All right, here we go. Um... Drugs destroy homes, they tear families apart. Take away your friends, that's just a start. See, drugs aren't needed, but they're easily found. They're found all around you in schools and in town. We think we have a problem and need a way out. But see, drugs will only mask while your problems stay the same. We all live a life that is fake, but haven't you heard it wasn't meant that way? We were designed to be individual, that's why our parents aren't the same. With drugs, you'll forget your morals and how you were raised. It'll live on your conscience. You'll be taught the wrong ways. See, drugs, they take everything from you. Your looks, your pride, they'll be with you always right by your side. But don't panic. It's organic. Now, let's make this clear. There's two different versions of weed. One brings life and an end to suffering, while the other one just kills you and your dreams. Weed isn't good. It's easy to see. But when drugs have moved around the city and spread up to the burbs, it's everybody's problem we've got a nation on the verge. Thinking it was protection, but in fact paranoid lies, it's the devil himself in a crystal disguise. Many times we were told, but you chose to be bold. Now this is a reality, a make-believe bliss, you just never imagined it would end up like this. Now you regret that night that you gave it a try. You could have said no and just walked away. But now you must pay and live with this for the rest of your life. Now you'll be the slave, drugs will be your master. They'll follow you to the grave, wouldn't that be a great disaster? It'll be a failed adventure of bottomless sorrow, bringing dark thoughts of no tomorrow. Drugs bring more suffering, words will never tell. All the pain, it's a feeling of hell. So after all this, what will you do? Try it or not, the choice is all up to you. Thank you. Killed it. Mic drop. <laughs> Killed it, Tobes. That was so good. Oh, oh jinx. <laughs> Seriously, though, but not a true word was said. It's so true. And yeah. um, no better way to make a point than by writing. Yeah. How crazy is that? Like, when did you write that? Uh, last time. Last time. Also, this wow. year. Yeah. Cool. Nice. How are you? <laughs> so, okay, well, why don't we talk about, you know, maybe why people will choose to pick up the drink or to take 
jobs. Yeah, yeah definitely. There's definitely a huge part of stress. Mm, yeah, that's a big one. Yeah, there are definitely a number of things such as numbing of problems or social pressures. Yeah, society standards and definitely a lack of education. It astonishes me how yeah. many people are so uneducated about totally. you know drugs and alcohol and what they're actually taking and what absolutely is going on inside your body. Mm. Yeah. And it surprises me. I just totally. I think I think it's hard though yeah. because there's so much pressure to do those things, you know, mm. because it's like a social occasion mm. to go out and drink and to get yeah. wasted and to take drugs. Mm. Um, and you kind of feel like you're missing out. Like I've felt that pressure. Yeah. Like, um for the past few years I've sort of been like, look, I don't I don't want to do that kind of stuff. I don't want to be associated with that. But then, like, all your friends do it, and then if you go out, everyone's doing it, and you just kind of, like, feel like you're not having as much fun as everyone else. Yeah. So I think I think that's so unfair, and it's really hard on us kids these days um, growing up in a society yeah. where almost everyone, well, not everyone, but, like, 50% or more yeah. of young people will do it and have done it. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's a big pressure to... I think yeah. a big thing is learning how to have fun without drugs. Yeah. Cuz why would you pay s- yeah with or without alcohol? Like yeah. why would you pay so much money? Like maybe 200 bucks to go to a music concert yeah. and then wake up the next night not remember any of it. Yeah, not remember half like, of it. Like not yeah. even remember listening to your favorite artist totally. and just remember taking drugs and alcohol. Like yeah. it's just totally. Yeah. It's, I, I don't get it. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Definitely, and we will talk about that um, later down on what to do in those cases. Yeah, totally. Um, I think also, obviously, like we said, stress is a really big one um, when people are just feeling sort of unhappy. And I think it as well is when we're lacking in something I call primary food. So this is the stuff that we um, do and um, that sort of helps us stay happy and healthy other than the food that we eat so that is things like you know friendship um, relationships career success spirituality finance if we're lacking in any of these areas um, some people can really tend to get stressed or unhappy and then turn to other substances to fill that void inside themselves Mm. and um, I, I really I think it just means that we aren't facing our truth life you know? yeah. and and we're not putting in the proper work to fix the issues mm. we're just sort of looking for a band-aid um fix yeah, yeah definitely know? and a lot of those band-aid fixes actually just dig us deeper because the mm. problem is yeah. still they there don't, when you wake exactly. up the next day That's they it. just like, don't stick yeah, yeah. like mm. you say say you drink every night to numb the pain but when you wake up in the the next morning you're still hurting. Yeah. That hasn't done anything. Plus, you've got a wicked hangover, so who wants that? Yeah. And (laughs) then you've got the risk of an addiction. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and then that will cause even more turmoil uh, in your life. Yeah, it just be going (laughs) more effects and more consequences and then you'll really be suffering. Yeah. It's like it's like just a cycle of self sabotage. Yeah. You know, and and you don't want to let yourself get stuck in that. Mm, Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, and um, a great way to, you know, not get into that cycle would be knowing the effects of, you know, drugs or alcohol. So should we start on alcohol? Would you like to talk to us about that, Nicola? Yeah, totally. Well, firstly, I just want to say, did you know that the brain is actually made up of more than 10 billion neurons? Mm. So that's your nerve cells. Yeah. 
A hundred billion, I mean. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> so that's a lot. A lot more. A hundred billion neurons. Each of those make ten thousands, tens of thousands of connections a day, mm. right? And alcohol, the most commonly used drug worldwide, damages and can even kill those neurons. Yeah. Perhaps actually changing the development of those parts of the brain, especially for teenagers, because our brains are still developing. Mm. Another quick fact, <laughs> your brain actually doesn't, fully develop until you're 25. Yeah. So, you know, teenagers making these sort of rash decisions mm. and using these substances are doing a lot more harm than what they probably realize to yeah. their so delicate brain, you know? Definitely. And then they advertise things like schoolies, like, come on, people. Totally. <laughs> I know, and it's like, yeah, you did an amazing job to graduate after yeah. 12 years of school, but don't. And then you just go throw it away in one night. Yeah, sort of, especially if you get, like, arrested and stuff. Yeah. Like, that's just a bit extreme. It's not a celebration <laughs> anymore. No. Um, yeah, so now whilst it is true that, the, uh, that alcohol can initially have a positive effect, such as, you know, perking you up and boosting your confidence and it even sort of helps you stay awake for yeah, a bit longer yeah. um, and socialise at a party, alcohol is actually a central nervous system depressant. So it means that it acts sort of like a sedative. You know, like we've all seen people when they've had too much to drink and they're yes. like stumbling and they fall tipsy. over. Yeah. yeah, and they're slurring their words. Yeah. That's because it's a sedative. Yeah. And then after a while, if you drink too much, t- people will also tend to fall asleep. So that is sort of uh, the first effects of what alcohol does to you then and there. Mm. Now, also, though, especially in young people, alcohol consumption can tend to lead to sort of poor decision-making. Yeah. And that is generally because the the prefrontal cortex is not mature. So alcohol can harm a teen's ability to reason and weigh choices. And instead, teens may do something just because they think it's fun or cool yeah. or, or it's um, it feels good without regard to sort of future consequences. And mm. I think that's a pretty dangerous thing to do when you're uh, just coming up into the world. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, do you have any other effects for what the alcohol does to the body or the brain? Maybe some long-term effects? Um, well, I'm not too experienced with alcohol. <laughs> well, what about you, Erica? No, what I do don't you know anything. What are some long-term effects of alcohol abuse? So some long-term effects would be memory loss. Yeah. Um, that's a massive one, obviously, with the effects you just discussed on the brain. Yeah. Uh, along with loss of brain cells. Yeah, so it definitely disrupts the normal brain development and there can be other things such as liver disease or cancer, stomach ulcers, um, blood pressure increase causing heart attack, stroke and heart disease. Yeah, totally. I think as well, like the liver, it has such a hard job in the body and when people are constantly binge drinking and overloading the liver, we can't then detox properly and we Mm. sort of just store all these toxins in our bodies. And then later on down the track, you're going to wonder why you've got an autoimmune disease or another heart disease. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. Yeah. so scary. (laughs) Definitely. What are some of the things for drugs? So the effects. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, some of the effects of drugs. So when you put those chemicals into your body, they tamper with the way that your nerve cells normally send, receive, and process information. Yeah. A lot like alcohol. Yeah. Um, except obviously there are a lot of different effects to each individual chemical or drug. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Repeating that effect. So 
has a massive impact on the brain as it adjusts the surges of dopamine to make you feel depressed or lifeless when you aren't on drugs. And then the dopamine encourages your brain to repeat the actions that created that happy feeling in the beginning. Yeah. So basically what that is doing is when you are repeatedly getting that high. Yeah. 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 Getting that high that when you are off that high, you are now reliant on that. You no longer feel the happiness that you would normally feel from totally. normal people doing yeah. normal things. That's, that's it. It's like you're you're yeah. following an extreme high and of yeah. course you're then gonna have to follow that with an extreme low, extreme feelings of depression or anxiety or yeah. mood swings. Yeah, and yeah, long term a lot of people come very reliant on that. Yeah. And definitely. the brain is such a powerful thing, it's really going to push you to mm. continue yeah to, to hold do on to that. that addiction mm. yeah and um, yeah a lot of people forget how to have fun without drugs so yeah, yeah. with your friends you won't be friends with them yeah because they're good friends you'll be friends with them because you do drugs with them totally and Definitely. like yeah I, I've I found that a lot actually. You know, you constantly are hanging around people that involves either drinking or, or taking some form of drugs. And then when you want to stop doing those things, you're kind of like, well, do I even have a friendship with these yeah. people? Like, I, I honestly have felt like when I stopped doing all that stuff and I hung out with the same people, we didn't have the same friendship. We mm. weren't really friends. And now we don't even talk because. I don't want to sesh with them, you know? <laughs> it's pretty sad. It's like, why? where's the friendship other, yeah. than, other than the substance, you know? Definitely. A lot of the other um, long-term effects might be, like, anxiety, paranoia, depression. Mm-hmm. Having an increased risk of developing a mental disorder is such a big one. Um, a lot will have a failure of vital organs or dysfunction of organs such as mm. like liver kidney heart yeah. liver failure kidney failure totally. mm, yeah scary all that just for the one high yeah the use of the substance mm. or probably a lot of highs though yeah. <laughs> yeah it's pretty uh it's a pretty sad day today um over the Easter long weekend, uh, two local Sunny Coast kids yeah, actually just heard died, about that. Yeah, yeah, died of a drug overdose at a festival, um, Rabbit Seat Lettuce. Mm. And, uh, you know... It's so scary how it's common so, it's coming. It's so scary. You know, they were 22 and 24. Mm. And just finished school, you had yeah. all your degrees, your future totally. lined up, and you, got, you throw yeah. it away. That's it. And it's <sighs> kind of scary because I think some of it does come into... You know, maybe bad um, decision bad making. Drugs. Yeah. Well, oh yeah, some bad drugs. You know, but I think uh, an even bigger one is people these days don't know their limits. They mm. will just keep going and going and and taking more drugs and drinking more alcohol, even when they probably know deep down they've had enough. Mm. And I think that that is probably what has happened here mm. is. You know, people don't know when to say no. And mm, even if you have yeah. started and you have taken a few drugs, you should be able to stay within your wits to know, okay, I've had enough. You know, this is probably getting a bit dangerous. Mm. And just sit yourself aside for the night, you know. It's, yeah. For example, this festival, it was three, four days. You know, you don't mm. have to go so hard on the first night. And, yeah, I just think this is a prime example of learning to yeah. say no and look out for your mates. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Get, get sleep, eat 
drink water if you're at a festival. You know, don't be silly. Your body can't survive off of drugs and alcohol. Yeah. Mm. You know, it's just so true. A lot of people do forget because it is such a common thing now and yeah. it's just – I guess you could almost say normal. Totally. That mm. people forget that you can die. Like yeah, exactly. each one so you take or each thing that you do, yeah. that could be the last thing you do on Absolutely. Earth. Mm. Like it is Russian roulette in a in a form, you know, you you are taking your own life into your hands and you've gotta be you gotta be careful. And the, like, like that's how people are going to remember you. You died at a music festival yeah, from like, drugs, from drug, drug overdose, and you hadn't even gotten to live yet. Yeah. Ah, you know? oh, so sad. And even with the government bringing out stuff like pill testing, yeah. Like even if a pill is toxic and it has the chance of killing them, like people don't know what they've eaten totally. for the day. Like the yeah. chemical balance could be yeah. off, and yeah. they give the pills back to them. Yeah. Like that's it. Yeah, that's one thing. I think, you know, pill testing probably is helpful and it could help save someone's life. But also, you never know. Someone might test it and think, oh, whatever. I'll just give it a go anyways. Yeah. I paid money for this. I don't want to waste my money. Yeah. And that is where it's kind of scary because you're giving them the option, but some people might not even, mm. you know, do the right thing mm. there. Yeah, it's a very, very stressed that, out yeah, topic. Definitely <laughs> a topic. big, touchy topic. <laughs> yeah. So. Probably won't cover that one too Today. much. No. Might so, have to get someone in to talk about it. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah. Do a little bit of an interview. Mm. Um, so is using necessarily always an addiction or can it just be like a fun... It depends topic? if you know your limits and when you yeah. can stop. If you don't know that you can just stop then and there, then that's where you have a problem. Definitely. Yeah, I think, I think like everything, you know, it is bio-individual as mm. to whether or not it is a, an addictive thing for you but I just think you know deep down if you're true to yourself you'll know whether or not what you're doing is unhealthy and whether or not you are feeling a void um, within you now also if you're of legal age and you like to have a few drinks each night I would say that that is not an addiction and it's probably okay but once again ask yourself why do I feel the need to drink every single night. What mm. am I trying to escape? Is it necessary? Is it benefiting my future? You know? Yeah, definitely. And maybe taking a look at some short-term prevention now. Yeah, totally. So definitely talking to someone is such a great thing, but yeah. I would recommend talking to the right person if you can find a right person and if not there are so many organizations out there yeah you know spirit hive is one of them yeah um so if you know you're not strong enough to stand up by yourself then you know then bring a friend to help or leave the situation or even don't go mm. so if you know you can't stand by your no yeah. do you really want to take that risk there are so many options for you Definitely having your first time in a safe environment. Yeah. So either with very, very trustworthy friends that you know that they won't take advantage of you or yeah. for some families even doing it with your parents for your first time or with yeah, an older definitely. sibling that might know a little bit about it would yeah. definitely yeah. help you. Yeah. And this is definitely more for alcohol consumption. If you are thinking of taking mm. drugs, I just recommend mm. you to maybe definitely wait at least yeah. until you're in your 20s and just sort of weigh out those options if it's really necessary. Yeah. Mm. And definitely the last one I would have to give 
to everyone would be educating yourself. Yes. Like 100% educate yourself, know what you're doing, why, what you're taking, and yeah. why you're taking it is That's probably it. another mm-hmm. good point. Totally. And um, learning how to have fun without drugs and alcohol. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. If you can't enjoy uh, a festival or yeah. mucking around with your friends or yeah. a good experience at a club or something, um, just why? Totally. We, we grew up yeah. our whole childhood never taking anything. We didn't even drink coffee, yet we still had the most fun, yeah. the most creativity, and we made friends easily. Yeah. So why do we now, as we're getting older, feel like we lack that confidence mm. to socialize? Um, I think also some of my favorite ways to overcome your addictions is to obviously, you know, feed your soul, feed yourself things that make you happy, add things to your life that fill you with joy so that it will crowd out things that don't. Yeah. The, the more activities that you have throughout your day and your week that make you happy, the less you're going to want to turn to those substances, mm. you know. And I think another one as well for me personally is to set goals. If I have a goal that I can strive for, I'm not just working for no reason. So it sort of holds me accountable and it keeps me on track to where I want to be mm. and I'm less in, inclined to sort of fall off the bandwagon yeah. and, and try and drink or do other drugs. Yeah, I think we've also got to remember that mum was telling me back in the day smoking was cool. Totally. And probably when you were a bit younger, Nicola, smoking yeah. was cool. Yeah. Now it's like frowned upon and it's yeah, got well, like pictures of dead or dying people yeah. on the cigarette packages and yeah, all that totally. stuff like when are we going to start doing that for drugs i know well i think we could start now yeah if drugs were illegal they'd probably put them in packages like yeah ones. but it's so true because you know for our parents smoking was cool and so yeah. everyone did it but now we've all realized that it kills you it, yeah. it harms your body and it's the same with drugs and alcohol i truly think that one day alcohol is going to have those same packages mm. on it I think the world is starting to wake up. Like, I think it was a couple months ago they've just deemed Coca-Cola as a poison. So yeah. I think that was sort of getting on. It's on the rise. Yeah, and everyone knows that sugar is addictive and yeah. stuff like up. cheese and all that is quite addictive. So yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the world's finally waking up. Um, if only we will sort of look towards alcohol more. Yeah. But... If you are, you know, feeling really run down, out of hope, or you just don't want to struggle alone anymore, please feel free to come along to one of the monthly events at Spirit Hive. For those of you who don't know what Spirit Hive is, it is a charity dedicated to supporting both our youth and adults who are suffering through life's challenges. Now, that uh, whether that be struggling with depression or anxiety, abuse of some sort, addiction, or any other kind of personal issues, you can find support at Spirit Hive. So, uh, at the at their events, they facilitate all kinds of personal and spiritual expansion. They uh, also offer free access to personally trained counselors if needed. So you can come along and share a lovely morning with us. We have live music, speakers who are there each month and cover different topics surrounding personal growth and development. And like I said, there is free support for you to come and receive uh, at Spirit Hive. Also, you can uh, go to this hotline. It is 1-800-198-024. That is a hotline for uh, addiction. Yeah. 
So, but also jump on the Facebook page of Spirit Hive. You can check out any details for the upcoming events, and um, you can also register online there. Yeah. So please come along. The next one it's the first Sunday of every month. I'm not sure what date that is, but come along to the next one. I'm going to be there. I'll see you there. So thank you so much. Uh, that's all we have on today's episode. Thanks for tuning in. Love and blessings. Thank you, everyone, and happy vibing, fam. Until next time, don't count the days, but make the days count. You've been listening to Speak Up and Engage, the next generation in wellness. To follow our podcasters, head on over to allthews.facebook.com forward slash speak up engage. You can also go to allthews.thewellnesscouch.com forward slash speak up engage. To find out more about the Sunshine Coast Council, go to allthews.sunshinecoast.qld.gov.au. And to find out more about Spirit Hive and how Spirit Hive is bringing empowerment and inspiration to the youth and the communities local to you, go to spirithive.org. We're going to see you here same time next week. Thanks for tuning in. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.